Connor, when he's happy, could be my favorite character. Like when he comes out and he's like, I'm going to marry that woman. Like, and he's laughing the whole way down. She's she's like, I'm going to marry that robot. (laughs) Yeah, it was dope. She kicks him off the building and he's just giggling the whole way down. Welcome to the What's Our Verdict Podcast. We fashion ourselves television judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I am here with my co-host, Alec Burgess. Let's get it. Yeah, we appreciate you tuning in, uh, watching us live, listening to us later, all that fun stuff. Go ahead, hit the bell notification, the follow, subscribe, uh, all those buttons. If that button is red, push it. That's right. And all of your wildest (laughs) dreams will come true. That's right. More crazy content from us uh, that's right so go ahead and do all that also tell some friends about us spread the word let them know how terrible or how good we are uh hopefully good or at least funny and worth listening to watching I'll take terrible though yeah i mean that like i said we're always open to any of that stuff but uh we mostly most anything we appreciate you listening watching doing all those fun things um we are here and live and we're going to talk about season one episode seven of the peripheral um the best show on television right now uh without a doubt period and i didn't think this show could get much better and then we had this episode which was outrageously good like i i will say though i color myself concerned jj with uh-oh. how they're gonna wrap it up because yeah. they got one more right yep. and they just keep adding new shit I know. and it's the last episode and it feels like they're just gonna keep going Mm-hmm. But I know that's not true. They got to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. So I'm concerned that they're going to leave me on the biggest cliffhanger I've ever experienced. And then I got to wait two years mm-hmm. just in time for it to get canceled before I can see season two. Oh, God, I hope not. Yeah, you're going to. Oh, we're going to be left out on the lurch. No, no yeah. question about it. They they have been building and building and building. And there's no way that in an hour's time you can wrap everything up. Um we are going to have a monster cliffhanger and I'm kind of excited about it. I don't remember the last time I watched a season of television and at the end went, fuck, when's the next season come out? Like I, and that is what I feel like we're on a trajectory for with this show. Like I, at the end of this episode, I went, no, 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 no. We need to keep going. I need another episode. This yeah, was too I more, good. I need more stuff. Yeah. I And I don't remember. And I think I've been that way in almost every episode of this show. Like, no, no, no. Why can't I binge this? Son of a bitch. Like, it, it's so good. And I don't remember. Actually, I do remember the last time I was that interested in a show, but it was bingeable. And that was the, the Haunting of Hill House. That was the last time I watched a show that I was like, even at the end of the series, I was like, I want more. That was the last time I felt this way, but I have. And today it just keeps getting exponentially bigger and bigger for me wanting more. Dude, this episode was dope. Yeah. And we got some answers. We start to, we're starting to see some, you know, some pathways as to why we're on this track of where we're at. We saw some people re-identify recreating their identities and oh my god this was such a good show uh let's start with the the greatest character to only have ever been in two episodes so far of a show and that is specter the inspector oh she's amazing um 
love her. Like she's she's like Mira to me, only cooler. You know what I mean? She's like, everything Mira could have been. From exactly. Andor. Yeah. And there's no question, like, even even when she's put in this terrible position at the end of this episode, she's still a badass. Like, she doesn't like she's still in charge. Yeah, she's still sitting there going, "Mm, this is like a hiccup, but we'll figure it out. (laughs) And the way she handled it was simply, hey, don't pay attention to the last five minutes of what happened. Oh, yeah. Seriously, dude. That's the best Dr. Newland can throw at you. And that's how you deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, like you're wow. this is a woman that's cut people's throats. This is a woman that people are just mortified by. And she's just like shut down and erased the last five minutes of your memory. She outed my one thing that go away. <laughs> and this is just gonna cause me minor inconvenience. Yeah. That's all it is. It's just an irritation. Yeah. <laughs> like, shoot, this met police. Yeah. Like we had that episode a little while ago where they showed like the trifect of, you know, mm-hmm. kind of corporations. Why is there a trifect? Holy shit. The Met police is running everything. Yeah. And it feels almost like the Met police are so cool that they're like, we don't have to do anything because yeah. when we need to, we'll just shut this shit All the down. Answer. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that shit was dope. Like, she's just like, I know everything like <laughs> you cannot surprise me i knew this i knew that it's nice that you admitted it you know yeah. where i can like record it because i'm assuming she's recording everything going on in her office oh for sure but it's like yeah, i already knew that i don't need you i don't need your help i don't need anything from you um you need my help because you lost something and if i decide not to help you shoot it's lost forever bro mm-hmm. well and i just love that like her response to that was like, that's really what this is all about. Like, is like, you got me out of bed for this. Yeah. The the inconvenience of just having to hear what this whole mess is being caused by was like, just like, really? You need my help for this. Seriously. You're you're murking people in a, in a split off timeline and having panic attacks because someone might find out about something that, it was just so interesting. And it's, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, uh oh, mind control. There's not enough people in that world left for mind control to be an issue. Like, mm-hmm. they, you know what I mean? Like, there's no way that the public in general, besides the neoprims that we obviously see are an issue somewhere deep down in this, this world. But outside of that group, nobody's going to care if you're studying a chip that might cause a little bit of mind control. Yeah. Nobody cares. No, they're all too jaded for that yeah. matter. They've survived the jackpot. Exactly. After the jackpot, nobody gives a shit. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, it, it was so good. And don't even start it on the freaking, the the sim within this world of Burton and Connor and this bot going into like mayhem mode of a video game. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like swarm mode, dude. I love it. It's like, and they're just having a ball <laughs> killing all these people. Each level it gets harder. Oh, dude, that shit was dope. Loved it. Oh, they were just on like vacation in oh, this yeah. sim, just having having a good old time. Um, it was interesting though to learn that in this kind of branch off, Connor never lost his yeah. limbs. 
Like oh, he and- made it out of the Texas secession yeah. war, like unscathed, and Burton didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I wonder uh, maybe if we're going to see a little bit of the aftermath from this, uh, I guess, new future where Connor didn't lose his limbs. Yeah. Because he wants to stay. Oh, for sure. Dude, well, okay, and I didn't think anybody could steal my love of Burton to where, but I was having questions about whether this, like, Connor, when he's happy, could be my favorite character. Like, when he comes out and he's like, I'm going to marry that woman, like, and he's laughing the whole way down. She's like, I'm going to marry that robot. (laughs) Yeah, it was dope. She kicks him off the building, and he's just giggling the whole way down. It was so good. And he just comes out laughing and Burton's like asses. Like he's like in a sling, like puking and everything else. Not feeling good. Connor's just like, dude, I got this. But this is fun. It makes sense, too, because I was like, that's interesting that Burton is struggling. But then I'm like, what Connor's been through, like with his dreams and the recovery from losing three limbs and the damage and the the emotional mental despair of course that's going to be easy for him right like why wouldn't that be simplistic for him to get over something like a yeah, mind he can now experience. move again like his yeah. mind is a lot stronger because his limbs haven't been working as mm-hmm. much um, and he's you know not taking anything for granted yeah so yeah, that was that was kind of cool as well, where he had zero problems in this sim. It yeah. makes that transition that he wants seem a lot more plausible mm-hmm. versus we've seen it with Finn and with Burton. When they come out, they're they're hurting. Yeah. But I want to say that I love being right. That the eyeball thing, I, and I love that we learned that it makes sense because I was like, why would she send it to – why would she put that in Flynn knowing what it would do or the difficulty that's weird, but knowing that the whole purpose behind Burton's having Burton go there with his was that his haptics would store the data versus that now transfer. Yeah. Now it's just in her brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the machine had to go, there's nothing for me to store this in. So I have to create this organism, this bacteria, that will carry the data and now it's creating a problem. So, but I loved it. I was like, yeah, yeah, I was right. That was was a very nice little nugget of information they dropped on us. Yeah. Which makes total sense. Well, and it's huge now too, because now you know that there's multiple ways to transfer data between a stub and this Mm -hmm. kind of real timeline. Yeah. Um, I also thought just this little statement of that was really quick. And if, you know, it could have been looked over is this whole question and answer thing that the inspector and Flynn had going on where she's asking all these rapid fire first response questions and she turns the tables and her biggest fear is the stub. The, you know, the inspector's biggest fear is the stub that says a lot because why is that a fear? I mean, obviously there's a couple things she can't figure out Flynn. Like she has no data on Flynn. Like she does on the rest. That's frightening for her, obviously, because she, you can tell that she craves and loves her ability to know 
more than anybody else in the room. But on top of that, what else does she fear? Does she fear the Met police losing some control because of what R.I. can do with a stub or what the Klept can do? Or, God forbid, I'm sure all three of them are thinking, what happens if what? the neoprims get a hold of this shit? Yeah. Or what is the stub going to do? Or, that like, this too. stub isn't playing by any of the rules. Yeah. Um, I want you know, yeah. unknown commodity. Sure. Well, and Connor, going back to Connor again, think about the amount of people in that time frame. And especially now that we know that in her stub, the jackpot is accelerating. It's it's under a more accelerated timeline within the stub than it was in the real world or whatever world timeline that they're on in the future. How many people knowing that they could possibly do what Connor's talking about wanting to do? And then you have to wonder, now that we know that the data transfer is possible, human consciousness transfer kind of thing, is that possible? Could you take, because if you can transfer it from when you're live, right? So they put the headset on and their consciousness moves to this peripheral. Is there a way to transfer it as data kind of like they did with dead assistant to Newland, right? That he went from human into a version of himself in the machine. Could you transfer everybody from the stub into a machine? You know what I mean? Could we get the real Connor in a peripheral? Could we get Burton and Flynn moved into a peripheral in the future? Uh oh! Now we have a stub takeover where you built this stub, fucked them over, and now they're here, and they're pissed in robot bodies. <laughs> yeah, that's a very interesting kind of angle. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something like that because Connor's clearly willing, and I would mm-hmm. wonder if the biggest problem is finding people who want to leave their stub um, for this data transfer give up their body to become you know ai or a robot or something like that whereas connor's gonna be all aboard 110 sure. he's wanting oh, yeah. to be in a place where he could walk yeah and he's gonna do whatever it takes in order to make that happen yeah well yeah it's so good well and then let's talk about old uh tommy Boy, he took a turn. <laughs> when you put that dude in the fucking corner, I was like, "Uh oh, you've done gone and put him. You pushed him up. It's like you pushed him too far." It. Yeah, yeah. Tell like, this story, and I watch. You could. I love like the way that the actor portrayed that. Like he was having this like panic attack, like mental, emotional breakdown, and then in the car, you watch the switch like flip, and he's like, "Oh, you want to tell stories? Let me tell you a story, sir." And just and he grabs the and you see him look at the gun and go, oh, okay. Somebody already died to this dude's hand. I've got his weapon and I've got his doodad. Yeah, doodad. No, it's what a great name. I saw. And it's not been entered into evidence. Yeah. So there's nothing to trace it back to the fact that Tommy, you know, took possession of it from the impound lot or whatever, Mm -hmm. because Sheriff Jackman tried to cover his tracks by not entering anything into evidence. Yeah. Well, and why would you leave it in the car? Like, yeah, why would you leave it in the patrol car? Like, what an idiot. I mean, I'm sure he thought he was, there was no. Yeah, nobody's going to challenge him. Yeah. You got Corbell Pickett in your pocket, but 
it was and the other piece of it that I loved was like the way that he was talking to the sheriff too. Like there at the end when he's just like, Oh yeah, the old man came here and you pulled your weapon and he shot you multiple, multiple times, times, unfortunately. <laughs> And unloads like half a clip into this dude. Oh my god, it was great. It was great. Such a great kind of wrap up to his little story arc mm-hmm. because he's been the good, you know, the good, good old boy uh, from hometown. He's the one who's getting married to his girl. He's the sheriff deputies. Mm-hmm. Kind of walk this straight and narrow path, and up to this point, he's been the one who's like stayed out of trouble, yeah. right? And then in doing his job, he realizes that, oh, shoot, the sheriff is corrupt, son of a bitch. Um, then he tries to follow the appropriate channels, tries to go through and make this right. And he cannot do it. And then the sheriff goes too far, backs him into that corner you were talking about. And just the kind of demon, I guess, that Tommy's been carrying around with him for so long comes out because he's been stonewalled by Burton and Flynn. He's been stonewalled by the sheriff's department. He can't do his job and stay this goody two shoes. So now he's going to break the rules and play like everybody else. And that is dangerous because he's better at playing than everybody else. Yeah. Because who's going to go after the, you know, good old boy? Yeah. Nobody's going to, nobody's going to think, oh, yeah, Tommy went in there and lit up the sheriff. Yeah. Well, and it was so like, it was such a, an interesting moment when he was having the first conversation with the sheriff and the sheriff's telling him that story you know, t- threatening him and he goes to reach into his pocket for the gun, the gum. And like Tommy kind of panics and grabs his pistol. And the sheriff's like, why would I shoot you? Like, I'm not afraid of you. I'm getting some gum. Like I win no matter what. And I think that was like one of those things where I loved so much about Tommy going, look, fine. If this is the way we have to play, then I will turn your tactics on you and make it to a level of even worse. Because you're not afraid of me, but I'm going to make you afraid of me. And then you're going to die. And so it was just really, it was so interesting. And I loved Corbell Piggott's like response at first. Like he's like, I did not see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> this is not how I thought this was going to end. Yeah. And he was so calm. And then he was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's a doodad. <laughs> Though we did see in the preview that I think Corbell Piggott's still alive to some degree. Because we get a pulse, which is bad. Um, that dude's got to go, obviously, yeah. for Tommy. And maybe not. Maybe Tommy just gets to say, look, dude, you're done one way or another. So, yeah, I'll bring this whole house of cards you built down. Yeah. So now you get to play by my rules. Like, I would love to see Tommy just go full freaking heel. Like, that would be dope. Um, But Flynn will bring him back. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. I was sad to see Reese go. Not that we saw him a lot, but like any part of that crew. Yeah. It didn't matter who it was. Any part yeah. of that crew would have been sad to see go. And you know, there was another little subtle piece that I was like, oh shit, was at the end when they're trying to save mom and what's her face, Tommy's fiance. And they have to, he, he, they have the one dude jack into reese i was like oh think about that for a minute like you're having ooh, you're gonna see the death possibly you're gonna now know what it feels like to feel nothing right like oh that's a terrifying thought 
so terrifying. But at the same time, it makes you wonder how many times they've done something like this or Mm -hmm. other squads because it was effective. Get in in the shell and jerk and they find out who the bad guy is. They get him away from everybody and they put Mm -hmm. a bullet in him. Yeah. So like the the just strategy that they're thinking about throughout this entire thing is nuts. Well, and I'm wondering too, because we saw that guy last episode, like jack into Connor's mind and take away like some of his pain to allow him to sleep. And I'm wondering if like, other than being a badass soldier that can connect with these haptics, like, is that guy one of his things? Like, is he like, cause you know, you have a medic in each Every squad yeah. has its own medic. Is this guy the medic? And your medic is beyond just patching you up physically. This guy's here to also make sure that mentally and emotionally you're in the best state possible. So to do that, he gets in this haptic drift and takes dude. That's a crazy thing to think about. Like it here, makes you're sense. a medic. Like, yeah. Because yeah. I think I think Reese was a sniper, if I remember right from oh, earlier yeah. in the episode. He's the one who put a bullet near Corbell Pickett. Um, so was. if they have these these extra almost like fill your role type of a yeah. thing, um, it would add to this level of connection that they have from being from the same hometown, growing up together, then getting mm-hmm. these haptics, and now these haptics have a secondary level. It makes a ton of sense. That's actually a really good point. Yeah, Leon well, is more than just the guy who patches you up. He mm-hmm. can take away some of your pain. He can, you know, more intimately figure out what's wrong with you by going inside of your body yeah and it's an interesting that it was that it was him because when i think about it like especially now removed from the episode but in the moment like connor's taking the shot right through the wall but or sorry but uh burton burton's taking the shot but connor's just kind of there he could have why couldn't he have hacked in right and made because he's already got a bunch of emotional damage. So what the hell does it matter? So I, I think there's we're on to something there. Because, yeah, I mean, obviously a Burton who's the squad leader seems like Connor was probably second in command-ish. Reese is a sniper. Um, you have Leon who's the now the, the medic, so to speak. Yeah, that would make sense if they all had their roles and their parts and their just like every in. squad. Yeah, and every haptic had a little bit of – you know, additional. Well, because who was the guy that was using the tech with the? Was that the drone? Yeah, was that Reese too, or was that? Ooh, I don't know. Because I, I thought there was one more guy. I don't remember. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna have to watch this show again. God, yeah, bless it. Go through all the episodes. Because mm-hmm. that would be because you'd also maybe have like a, a you know, explosive communication guy, the comms guy. You know what I mean? It would be interesting to know. I just for some reason I thought there were more than five of them. There was. When they were protecting the yeah, house. Yeah, they had eight or nine, I think. Yeah, so I'm betting you that Everybody's each one has some haptic specialities and whatnot. And, you know, they all have their role to play within the squad. And their haptics are geared towards that specialty. Ooh. That was a whole nother level right there. I want to see more of that shit. But I also like, too, in that building when they're going through that, like, it was all kind of a test to see how well they're adjusting to – being in the peripheral and it was interesting to see how fast they talked about how fast they picked up on the little nuances of the things that are that carry over right so like the we have night vision you activate it the same way you do the haptics with the tongue in the top of your roof of your mouth or whatever it might be 
I would love to know how many other things that they figure out. Cause they obviously figured out how to connect to each other. Cause she was talking about shared visuals yeah. Yeah, and the audio, things like that. So that, it was a really cool moment to see how the haptics, obviously they have tech now that they're used. They've given to the, this, it's such an ugly thing to think about, but here we'll test all this tech. How long have they been testing the tech in the stub to make it better in the real world? Ugh, mm-hmm. Gross. Gross. Oh yeah. Well, it makes so you good. wonder what else they've uh, messed around with and everything like that. Yeah. Cause it can't just be the haptic technology that's pushing the, the jackpot forward faster in that timeline. What Other else are they doing? Than- yeah. What else are they testing that's pushing that? Maybe some GMOs and food. Mm, could be. Could be. Um, all right. Then the last big piece of it. Well, I guess there's a couple things, but man, the Klep dude, like, totally turned Zubov. the tables on his freaking. Oh, Ooh, that guy's no joke, man. I was like, oh, you're toast. And I love that he, like, toyed with him. He's like, look, I like you. You, I could either way deal without but i like you yeah i like you i want you around so it was an interesting play on because they're obviously in a tight spot because they have now the klept in theory have the ability to get a hold of whatever that content is that's in flynn's brain um and I'm not sure what it is. Did they didn't ever actually touch on exactly what it was, right? They said it was a bacteria. Yeah, and and what the message were, whatever content they stole from RI, we don't know specifically what it was. We just know that they want to give whatever it is to at least those two, and Alita want to give it to the Neoprims to burn the world down and start over, which is also an interesting thought. Yeah, is the world just a stub as well? And like they all don't know it. Yeah, and if and are these if, neoprims another level? Oh God, that's great! This show's melting my brain. But on top of that, like when we talk about burning it down, is that kill all the human life and then we use it to bring back tech People versions or the peripheral versions? I, it's just such an interesting concept to me. Of or is it the flip side? Is it whatever that is will help us destroy the peripheral? Because obviously, like we've seen Newland is in a peripheral. Most of these people that are the clept and like they're probably all in peripherals hiding somewhere safe. So does that message, does it burn it down so that then they can start a human version of the world again? A fully human. I have so many questions I have based on that conversation alone. Yeah, and they've done a great job of giving us enough to give us something to talk about, make us excited. Mm-hmm. But they still have their secrets. Yeah, a lot of them. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And I think that's, I think that's the biggest thing I'm excited for is just what is it that she has in her brain, and what is it going to allow them to do? Any of them. You know, whether it's Dubov that gets a hold of it, whether it's uh, the Met Police, whether it's R.I. gets it back, whether it's the stub that takes it and figures it out. There's some serious shit going on. I tell you what, another part that kind of excited for was so we saw Zubov's son. And that's like the first kid we've seen. Um, So 
I wonder in this post jackpot world, if this kid is entirely human part AI, what his mm-hmm. story is mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because he's the only one we've seen. It's true. In this new world. I didn't even think about that. That's crazy. Can I stay and watch dad? Yeah. <laughs> I think not. <laughs> Sadistic little child, but yeah. Well, I mean, if Zubov's your dad, I, I see why. Yeah. I see why. It's hard to grow up in a loving, caring environment when yeah. he's the mob boss. <laughs> yeah. I did love him just start talking to him and that freaking, I was like, uh-oh. You're yeah, trouble. like arrogance about, you know, thinking your encryption was never going to get broken. Yeah. I was like, uh-oh, you're in trouble. You screwed yeah. up. You done screwed up. Yeah, you done messed up, A.A. Rod. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait for more of this show. Like, I'm so sad we only have one episode left. Like, I am, like, I'm crushed by the fact that we only have one episode of this show left. Yeah, it's rough. I could use a 12-episode season from this show. Right. <laughs> if I'm honest. All right. At least 10. Yeah. Uh, Damn, Amazon only giving you eight episodes of shows. Unbelievable. They did that on purpose. The nerve of these people. <laughs> but at least it's a great show. Yeah. Great show. Best show I've watched all year, I think. I, I I can't think of another TV show that I've watched that I was like, this is yeah. as good. This is the one. Yeah. Um, the only one that I think comes close for me is House of the Dragon. Yeah, House of the Dragon was really good, too. But I was less... I knew what was happening in that one. Yeah. So, yeah. That's different. You knew the book. You yeah. kind of had the story. Um, yeah. So for me, I was going through a little bit of the same, like, oh, what's going to happen next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the curse of reading so much, I guess. It's a bummer. Yeah. But I do love the read. That's. But I'm glad I've stuck, steered clear of this one, and I'm going to continue. I don't think – I think this show has been so good, I either – there's two options, right? I read the book and it either ruins it for me or it like solidifies how good the show is. And I'm not willing to take the risk of it yeah, messing it's it up too risky because it's so damn good. I don't want it to be like, oh, this show sucks after reading the book. So anyway, I love it. Cannot wait for next week. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Cannot wait. Fridays are like my new favorite day right now, just because the peripheral is out. Um, yeah, cool. Well, we will talk about it, and I think we'll just go ahead and get this. I, the more I've been looking at it, there's not really anything coming in December. However, Alec will tell you in a minute. I'm sure if there's more coming, if you have recommendations for TV for December, let us know. Please let us know. Right now, we're coming to an end of a lot of shows, and I don't see anything else starting until. Next year, I think uh, The Last of Us starts early next year. I think it was February. Definitely doing that one because I'm obsessed. Uh, I know Alec and I at least are going to do The Legend of Vox Mach in season two. Um, so you have that one to look forward to. But outside of those, which I both think are January and February, um, I don't think we have anything for December as far as television goes. So it's a bit light. Yeah, it might just be movies in December. But uh, before I get too ahead of myself, Alec, why don't you tell everybody where they can find us? 
I'd be happy to, JJ. Don't kick me off the podcast this time. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Peripheral Episode 7. This show just enjoys pushing the envelope on crazy stuff, and we are here for it. I cannot wait for the actual Texas secession to hit us here in our very own stub. That should be quite <laughs> exciting. If you're looking for more What's Our Verdict in Your Life, you can find us wherever fine podcasts can be found, including such noble platforms as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Special thanks as well to our current patron, Soundless Kluge Bluge. With a name like that, I bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. <laughs> If you guys are listening and enjoy our content, feel free to sign up with us on Patreon and join our very own crew of jurors where you can access exclusive content, including What's Our Verdict? bloopers. That's right. We have bloops and outtakes galore. You've seen what we allow the world to hear. Bloops are way better. <laughs> so be sure to check them out. Back to you, JJ. Sweet. Thanks, Alan. Yeah, lots of fun stuff on, uh, on uh, Patreon. I'm getting ready for the next round of... Uh bloopers by the way Woo-hoo. i've been putting together we've done a lot of like uh trailer reactions and we've done some just random videos so and some polls for content but it's about time for some more bloopers so i've been working bloops. on putting some edits together for that for so yeah go check that content out if you want um with that as always we appreciate you tuning in we will catch you on the next one Whoa. Hasta la vista, baby. Cinematic out.